Not here, not now. She had a wonderful family and a million happy memories. There was nothing she could do to change the fact that her family was grown. But this, this role of praying for a young mother in their church fellowship was something she could do today, something that would give her life purpose, meaning, and direction. Laurie intended to carry out the assignment with all her heart. The bowl was passed around the circle, and when it came to her, she reached in, moving her fingers through the papers. Who, Lord, who would you have me pray for? She clasped a small slip and plucked it from the others. Would it be a mother overwrought with financial challenges? One burdened with the daily demands of mothering? Or perhaps a sweet daughter of the Lord whose husband didn't share her faith? Whoever she was, Laura knew the power of lifting a sister directly to the throne room of God. She could hardly imagine the results of praying for such a one over time. Laura waited until Emma Lou asked them to read the names they had drawn. Then her eyes fell to her hands as she unfolded the piece of paper and saw the bold writing inside. For a moment, a sharp pang of disappointment stabbed at her. What's this? I must have grabbed the wrong slip. Maggie Stovall? Of all the women in the church, God wanted her to pray for Maggie Stovall? What special needs could an exemplary woman like Maggie possibly have? How could she require daily prayer? Surely there was someone who needed her support more than Maggie Stovall. Laura settled back in her chair surprised Maggie had even gone to the trouble of requesting prayer. The young woman was a regular at church. Each week, without exception, she and her husband volunteered in the Sunday school wing to lead the children in song. As far as Laura knew, Maggie was a successful newspaper columnist, her husband an established attorney. For the past few years, they'd even opened their home to foster children. In need of prayer, the Stovalls were part of the blessed crowd, popular, well-liked people who cast a favorable impression on the entire church body, people the pastor and elders were proud to have in their midst. Never, not even once, had Laura seen Maggie Stovall look anything but radiantly happy and perfectly put together. Maggie Stovall? Am I hearing you right, Lord? The answer was clear and quick. Pray, dear one. Maggie needs prayer. Immediately an image filled Laura's mind. The image of a woman wearing a mask. Laura couldn't make out the woman's features, nor were the details of the mask clear. Still, the image remained, and though Laura had no idea what to make of the mental picture, she was instantly seized with remorse. I'm sorry, Lord, really. I'll pray. Maybe there's something I don't know about Maggie. Laura ran her finger gently over the young woman's name, then folded the slip of paper and tucked it inside her Bible. The vision of the masked woman came to mind again, and a sadness covered Laura's heart. Was it Maggie? Was there something she was hiding? What is it, Lord? Tell me. Silence. Laura sighed, and her resolve grew. 
She might no longer be needed in the daily tasks of mothering, but clearly she was needed in this. God had spoken that much to her months ago when she had first suggested the idea of praying for the young women in their midst. And if this young woman was the one she was to pray for, so be it. She would pray for Maggie Stovall as though it were the most important job in the world. And maybe one day God would let her understand. One. The moments of lucidity were few and far between any more. Thankfully, this was one of them. Aware of the fact, Maggie Stovall worked her fingers over the computer keyboard as though they might somehow propel her ahead of the darkness, keep her inches in front of whatever it was that hungered after her mind, her sanity. Despite all that was uncertain that fall,